Welcome to another episode of the 495 Podcast. I'm your host, Mike White, and with me as always is co-host, Nick Esposito. Uh, we got a great show for you today. This is a wedding-themed show, wedding parties, wedding planning, the good, the bad, the crazy. We're here with three professionals. We have Benny from Benny Miggs Photo. Uh, we got DJ Phil Valero of After Hours Entertainment, and we have Dusty. Where are you from again? Fire Monkey Hair Design. Fire Monkey Hair Design. Dustin, so, what's your last name? Napolitano. Awesome. So how are you guys doing today? Awesome. Good. Great to be here. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, this was a great idea. Who, whose idea was this, by the way? Nick. Yes, no, no. We, so we, we interviewed uh, Phil about two or three weeks ago, and then uh, Phil was like, you know what? Let's, let's, I want to do this again. This was kind of fun. And then I was like, we kind of all came up with this idea. So that's why you're here. Yay. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a wedding <laughs> showcase. Here in Benny's beautiful office. Yeah. Yep, Benny Miggs headquarters at the, uh, the top of the... World Trade Center doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, that was brutal. We'll get into some 9/11 stuff after. Who's editing this? <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my fun job to do. <laughs> well, we're here on this beautiful sunny Patchog. Yes. And this is uh, yeah. the 495's uh, episode number 19. Yes. So that's pretty cool too. Awesome. All right, so uh, you know, let's get into the thick of things. There's there's so much to talk about when it comes to the wedding season. And me, I'm a newly engaged guy. Uh, Congratulations. I th- thank you very Good much. Good for you, Nick. That's really why we're doing this today. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get some insight on how I can get the best deals possible on these Discount. differences. I'm just kidding. No, but uh, you know, it is a stressful process as someone going through it right now. On you know, who, you know, there's all these types of different vendors and venues, and uh, there's all kinds of awesome stories. And I'm sure that you know these vendors are going to share with us today some of the experiences that they've seen out out in the field but uh you know let's go through you know each one of you guys real quick and uh let's, let's kind of just start off with we'll do it light you know do it fun um you know what you guys love about your job so we'll start with benny first what do you got what do you love about your job give us a quick little introduction benny who you are what you do too sure my name is benny migliorino um, I got the name migs from my eighth grade history teacher and it just kind of stuck with me and it's easier to spell <laughs> Um, I started, I got, I've been in the photography field, this is 19 years now, never wanted to photograph people, never wanted to do portraits, never wanted to do weddings, I wanted to be a National Geographic photographer. When I realized it's hard and there's not much money in it, um, I was working construction at the time. My boss had a cousin who had a studio out in Levittown, Long Island. Um, we did some work at the studio, he introduced me, um, Felice Photography was the studio, Joe Felice gave my number to one of his best friends, Bart Stevens, and I assisted my first wedding in 1999, and it kind of got hooked from there. When you're doing weddings, you're doing, you're photographing people, you're photographing food, you're photographing jewelry, it's a little bit of everything, so it's a great learning experience for someone who does not want to do weddings, you learn a lot from doing weddings, and working under pressure helps too. And it's it's journalistic in nature too, right? You're capturing, you know, special moments between people, between parents and grandparents and kids and... I'm sure you know, yeah, I mean, it is different. Too, right? The journal, the photojournalism was something that was kind of big in the 90s. Not that people are still doing it, but there are a little more people who are more into the formal end of it now again. It, it just switches from time to time. Photojournalism was big, though. You know, the black and white, kind of candid. But yeah. uh, you, you get people who come to you, like, I want you to do my wedding photography. I don't want to pose. And you're not gonna, you shouldn't hire a photographer then. Right. <laughs> you're hiring somebody for their skills, and my skills making you look good. And then I don't want to hear you complain you don't look good if uh, you didn't let me pose you. Right, right, right. Good point. <laughs> yeah. All right. right. Very nice. So our next vi- our next victim, DJ Phil Valera. <laughs> well, thank you. How's everybody doing today? 
What's going okay, on? Good. Great. So like, let's go through your brief little background. Uh, you were born in Bayshore. I slip had to take it from there. I was born in Bayshore. Uh, I was a very um, crazy uh, kid, so my parents bought me a drum set. So it was nice and loud growing up, banging on drums. And I had a band, then I started doing weddings, and then I got to the DJ field because I worked for a couple other companies out on Long Island. And here I am today. I've been doing it since uh, 1996. I love my job. Yeah, it's very stressful, but uh, I love what I do. Dusty, you're up next. All right. Um, Dusty Napolitano. I own and operate Fire Monkey Hair Design. Um, originally from California, started doing hair for our first eighth grade dance in 1993. Uh, you're, you're both got beat now. Uh, <laughs> 1996, 93. <laughs> right. Eighth grade, though. So, you know, you can't really be a professional. But uh, ended up going through um, beauty school finally in 2006. Started uh, my company in 2008-ish. Um, but really just wanted to do special occasion hair. Not not a fan of the, the cutting and the coloring. There's there's really no um, creativity in that for me. Um, but with weddings, too, it's there's nothing more awesome than walking into a job and just being surrounded by just love and excitement. And it's not even really like your love and excitement. It's just an awesome, awesome day. Um, and then you leave totally bummed out because you're totally missing the party <laughs> but um everybody's excited and and uh ready to go and looking absolutely amazing awesome happy anniversary you made 10 years yeah years, right? i totally did yeah I, I do, still I do math. still rolling and and doing well so it's awesome so when did you start dj in eighth grade or there's uh, <laughs> always that eighth grade DJ, right? Working all the backyard. Uh, no, I was a drummer, so I was always banging on stuff. I started doing the DJ thing around uh, like '97. Okay. Yeah. How old were you then? Oof, by like 20, 21. Okay. A couple years older than I graduated '97. What did you graduate? '96. '97. '97. Yep. We try yeah. to get everyone's ages out on the table. Yeah. I'm 40. Oh, Betty looks great, right? And we're all from Long Island, but you were born in California. Yes, from California, I moved here. Um, when did I move here? 2004. Christmas wow. of 2004. Oh what part of Long Island did you move to? Uh, well, my husband is originally from Center Reach, so he recruited me to the middle of Long Island. Yeah, yes. everyone's from Center Reach, yeah. man. That's where we're from, yeah. yeah. I actually, uh, I was there at the airport that picked us up our first time in Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah, How yeah. Do you two know each other again? You know each other, correct? He lived uh, right down the street from uh, my husband, so he's very good friends with my husband. You guys used awesome. to ride bikes together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been friends with her husband since kindergarten. We met at the bus stop. You wow. You guys put yeah. salt on slugs together during the summer? They totally did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The Huffy and the Mongoose. <laughs> we had a red line and GT. No way. Uh, rich <laughs> boys. My favorite. <laughs> so, so in the field, in the field itself, I mean, you guys are. There's a bunch of you guys. Uh, you know, at any given wedding, there's DJs, there's photographers. Um, you know, is there a synergy when you guys are all working together? Is, is there a rivalry? Like, what's it around when there's all different vendors working one event? Yeah, do you all secretly hate each other. <laughs> it's gonna depend from vendor to vendor. Honestly, I get along. Yeah, I get along with most of my vendors. I never had an really having issues usually photographers have main usually issues with the video guys right uh, i do video i don't do wedding videos but uh, I, I i know how it is they have to get their job done too so i just try to stay out of their way uh if it's someone i haven't worked with before i'll give them a call a week or day before the wedding just introduce myself just, you know make sure we're gonna you know we're not gonna get each other's way um i really have never had issues with vendors though honestly so yeah, I think I think you have the rivalry too with the hairstylist and the makeup artist, makeup just artist. as far as Excellent. you know timing and how things are going. 
but for the most part, you you work together. You have a start time and an end time, and you have to make sure everybody's ready to rock to hand off to our uh, photographers. So that's a big thing. I really try to make sure that I have good relationships with photographers, that uh, we're not running late, because if the hairstylists and the makeup artists run late, then we're running late for the photographers, which in turn screws up the whole day. And a lot of times, I mean, you better be a morning person, right? <laughs> I, and I'm not a morning person. I <laughs> no? so enjoy lounging in PJs, but for weddings, like I am up in Adam and we're ready to rock because if if we don't do what we're supposed to do, it yeah, spirals and it can screw up the whole <laughs> yeah, day. Sure. Hair and makeup screw up the entire timing of the day. Um, and it's not always their fault. It could be a bridesmaid got there late or a bridesmaid just was unhappy with something and they want to do it all over again. But, but we that, end up also yeah. booking in extra time for that or mm-hmm. putting the smack down and being like, hey, listen. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not about you today. Yeah, yeah. Your timing is a little crazy. Right. So, yeah. yeah. But we don't see you because you're yeah. at the house. No. But yeah, you no. see Benny because you're there doing photos at the house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So DJs never see hair or makeup. Who do you deal, what vendor do you deal with most as a DJ? Uh, photography, video. What about when there's a band and a DJ? Is that t- is that tension? Nah, that what? never happens. Maybe once, oh, like yeah. in a year. Well, yeah. you you gotcha. book percussion also and stuff, right? You know, oh yeah. yeah. But oh, you, the, you guys come in a drum circle. Yeah, we do the drums, cool. the sax. Maybe once in a while, like the bride will say, "Hey, I have a Greek band, and you guys yeah. are gonna DJ." Then all we do is clash and fight because they're idiots. Right, right. <laughs> you get the Sinatra. You book the Sinatra singers. Yeah, stuff? I have a guy who does that too. They yeah. Roll up and sing New York, New York. Yeah, of course. And that's life. That's yeah, nice. my way. But yeah, we get all that time at Benny, so he's mad cool. We gel together, no issues. Yeah. But sometimes there are issues with vendors. They don't get along. They don't know what they're doing. So A lot of times it could be, I mean, for photography and video, the venue could really throw a wrench in the works, too. Oh, you know? sure. If yeah. it's a venue that has multiple weddings going on at the same time, um, you know, I plan, depending how the day is, sometimes the bride and groom see each other beforehand, sometimes they don't. Um, but if we're short on time, I need to bring them out for photos. But yeah, there's another wedding going on where the matri says that oh, you can't bring them out because God forbid two brides see each other at the venue. Right. All hell breaks loose, apparently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's usually the biggest issue I would have with another venue. It's just usually set scheduling and trying to find sure. time for portraits. Yeah. You don't well, want yeah. two lionesses running Well, like we were talking about before, a venue that has like four or five rooms and mm-hmm. there's a bar mitzvah going on, a sweet 16, yeah. two weddings, yeah. and like a corporate party, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're looking to book a wedding, try to find a venue that only does one wedding at a time. Yes. Yeah, and, and that's, 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 and that's what advice. I was about to get into uh, as well. Um, you know, each one of you, could you guys give like a little tidbit of advice about your respective, uh, you know, uh, you know, your jobs and stuff? Like, you know, what could you tell you know, people that are searching for a photographer what to look for? Searching for a DJ, what should they look for? Searching for, you know, everything else. Like, like you, because you're engaged, you're getting married. Exactly. Yeah. So I need to, I need, to, I need to jot all this stuff down on a paper. So, Benny, <laughs> I mean, for sure. I mean, the obviously the first thing that's going to come to mind is how much do you cost which is you know it's a reasonable question um there are a lot of people at least some, i don't know how it is for you guys but at least for photographies the people they price shop they try to find the cheapest person yep um and i'm not saying there's bad photographers that are more inexpensive but when you're spending say you're going to spend a thousand dollars on your wedding photography and it's crap at the end of the day was it really worth spending that thousand dollars or spending a little more extra to get someone who you know have a bit of quality yeah that's something you're going to keep the rest of your life uh, it's yeah. the one thing all the, the flowers all the time, what's the extra two grand going to cost you know uh, what, mm-hmm. what's that going to look like in 50 years yeah, your flowers are gone at the end of the night your food <laughs> is gone at the end of the night um, right. the only thing you're going to remember is probably you're going to have the photos to remember and possibly video and you're going to remember the entertainment as well right right yeah, yeah. and how good your hair looked yeah <laughs> right you remember exactly. all those things that's <laughs> but because yeah. i help her yeah. Budget is super important, but there sure. are people out there also that charge an arm and a leg for hairstyling, and you know, it's, and it's not, as not good. delivering a 
better product. Exactly. Or, and yeah. it's all it's all relative too, where you, you need to stick with your budget, but you also then need to hunt down who within your budget is going to do exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Um, there's people that have, you know, specialties. I mean, Benny was talking about like photojournalistic stuff and whatnot. And, you know, there's photographers out there that do way more photoshopping than they actually do planning yeah. out their shots. You know, there's hairstylists out there that, you know, don't really do updos. They only do down hairstyles where you have to take that in consideration. Also, how do you want to wear your hair? Do you want it to be, you know, a, a stiff pageant look all night or are you looking for soft and romantic so that's where like instagram and facebook where you want to look at people's portfolios same thing as like you know the photographers you want to look at their portfolios and see if there's something that you know totally jives with what you're envisioning because at the end of the day all your vendors are going to bring your wedding to life mm -hmm. and how do you pick out a dj that uh, in this day and age, it's the easiest thing to do because there's DJs everywhere on every street corner, every town, every catering venue. So with now, with the uh, this day and age we're in, with uh, internet and social media, it's so much easier to find somebody. What should people be looking for if they're going on your social media page, other DJs? I should be looking for a really good DJ has talent. You know, yeah. knows what they're doing. Because everyone's you, a DJ. How now, not so. to keep pressing this thing? How could you ascertain that from going to a DJ's Facebook page? Uh, not just Facebook. You gotta see them in action, you know, yeah, live. So Go to a okay. bridal show, see them perform. Mm -hmm. Don't just pick somebody because you don't know. Like Dusty said, there's a million DJs out there. Can they mix? Are they good? Do they have talent? Just because mm -hmm. they bought a pair of JBL speakers doesn't mean they're a DJ. Yeah. And this this goes for every vendor, not just oh, yeah. DJ, but everything. Check reviews. You mean do yep. Yelp, yes. Google, check people's reviews. Facebook. Um, there's, there's website, there's forums dedicated just to wedding. Mm -hmm. There's a, a forum just for Long Island weddings. Right. You now check. Mm -hmm. um, but. What you said was even uh, more important. Yelp, Facebook, you can't take those bad reviews off. That is the hardest thing in the world yeah, unless no. you're going to pay like ten grand to Yelp to take it off. They won't take it off. And I wanted to hop in on that point that you guys messaged about, uh, mentioned about reviews and all that stuff. So I've been on The Nod, The Wedding Wire. Um, but every time, I, I don't know if it's just me, if I'm the anomaly, but every time I go on those sites, like every venue, every vendor that I see, all of the reviews on those things are, everyone has five stars. Yeah, of course. Yeah, they're all great, yes. So so like, what, what is like a good place to kind of get a more accurate depiction? Google. Yeah, Google. Google. Yeah, I say Yelp. I mean, I have, so Yelp, I have yeah. a Yelp account. I get a lot of reviews on, on Yelp, but... Yelp, so I don't know how they work. Um, that I have reviews that they held back for some reason. They're great reviews, but the they're sold Stop right there. I yeah. found out. No, I called yeah. Yelp. Same thing with me. I have like 150 reviews on Yelp, and they show 10. Mm -hmm. On the bottom of that page, you have to go down. There's a little bit of a link, click and it, it says to see more um, reviews that are not recommended, click here, and you're going to see 100 reviews pop up for you that are all five-star. Mm -hmm. When you call Yelp to complain, they want you to advertise. Yes. Gotcha. Oh, even when you That's advertise, they because they, they Yelp. I don't mean to get a whole Yelp tangent here. No, yes, it's about reviews. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't advertise on Yelp. Neither I don't do pay I. for advertisement on Yelp. I have a right. free account. Um, I, when I got the account, I just had some clients say, "Hey, if you're happy with my service, leave me a review." When I started getting reviews, Yelp calls you. They call you every after week, day after yeah. day. Mm -hmm. But I asked them that even with a paid account, they can't. Nope. Unhide those reviews. But they don't tell you that because they want you to advertise first. It's uh, then they say we can't help you. Even uh, with the restaurants, they kind of emphasize. Uh, frequent yelpers yeah mm -hmm. and i get that to an extent but you know in, in in reality people who are like taking to yelp every time they go 
do something in their lives. But that's the day and age we're living now. That's what millennials do. I'd rather get a review from someone who just happens to be so inspired by someone that they they wanted to go on Yelp once in their lives. You know, I I think there's a lot of validity to a to a review like that versus some nut job that does it every day. And if if you're unsure just about the reviews of the find those pe- the people who left the reviews and just reach out to them personally. Drop yeah. them an email or message. Say, hey, yeah. I saw your review. I was curious how your experience was with so-and-so vendor. I just wanted to jump in real quick. Um, I guess my fiance really wanted to be a part of this podcast because she's called like 46 times on the Facebook Live. Oh, my God, that's awesome. Hi. <laughs> so our, our Facebook Live is probably going in and out if people uh-huh. are, are Good thing right you put that on airplane She mode. does have a point considering that, you know, the, the females are normally the ones that do the majority of the wedding planning. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. True. So that, so that makes sense. weddings these days. That's right, which we do yes. a lot of. Do you think she's calling because the yes, audio's yes. off? Or? No, I think she's calling because we actually had uh, an issue with the my engagement ring that I got her. Oh, what uh, happened? No, so I think one of the stones is loose already. So, uh, Ooh, what happened when you get him a Cracker Jack box? So, yeah, so, <laughs> so she spent a lot of money on that ring. Did and, she really? Wow. And, uh, you know, because it's, I mean, you know, none of us are wedding, I mean, uh, ring vendors, but it's like, you know, you spent all this money. My mom's like, I've had my ring for 600 years. Yeah. You know? And it's never been, you know, loose. And he spent thousands of wow. dollars on a ring. And it's like three, it was like, yeah, right, well, tell her that'll be part old. two of the podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about rings. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Juliet, if you're listening, you could uh, text me, and I could text tell you. Yeah, because she can't text the Facebook Live. <laughs> he's so, he's so worried about the audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm sorry. When people call, it kicks out the Facebook Live, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. All right. So just uh, let's go back to. <laughs> no, shut the voicemail. <laughs> but real important, um, you know, when you guys are shopping for a ring or anything, whether it be a car, wedding stuff, I always look up reviews. Even on Amazon, it takes you to Google. And you mm-hmm. see, like, 10 people said really great things, 10 people said bad things. Yeah. I think for the wedding industry, that's very important because you can't lie about that. Mm-hmm. You go to a catering hall or a vendor and you, and you see. And you know what what reviews are, you know, are legit. valid or yeah. legit. You know, what, right. you know, somebody, I mean, I, I had an issue once where I, I got contacted on, on Easter. Um, you know, Easter, it's it's a holiday. You're trying to be with your family and whatnot. And I, I, I didn't respond to the bride. And the next day she left me a, a bad review on the knot because I just didn't yeah, respond to her. And, right. and I, I find that. You know, things like that. It's it's like, hi. Right, but let me stop you. If I read that, me being a very smart person, half of Long Island isn't, you would say, what's up with her? Why is she so whacked? The lady, it's Easter. It's not like you did the wedding. She it's not like you botched up Easter. her hair. Yeah, it's not no, like you didn't, she didn't show up. Yeah, she didn't We're talking about was... something like, really? Yeah. And those are the women we speak about, all the men that sit home all day and yelp everything. Yeah. I went to the diner. Yeah. I didn't get a fork. I was walking. I fell through a pothole, and they complain about everything. <laughs> yeah, but that's, you know, there was no mention of Easter. It was just kind of like, hey, right. I can't get a hold of her. And yeah, respond back. It's a Sunday. I, I did. Yeah. I totally did, where I was like, you know what? I'm so sorry. We ended up, you know, working it out, but it was kind of like, like, hey, you know, I know that there's a sense of urgency to book your vendors, but, you know, weekends, that's when we work. You guys kind of have to chill out, wait, you know, give us give us a minute to and you're right. get finished and respond and collect ourselves. Yes, and it was a holiday where it's like... We're not talking about President's Christmas. Day. We're not talking about Martin Luther King Day or, you know, absolutely. absolutely. Is that tough being weekend warriors when, like, the rest of the world are hanging out and partying and having it's the fun? the job we chose. That's what it's, we yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, it's... It, it's cool. You you miss out on TGIM. some things here and there, but it's yeah, <laughs> if it's if it's that important where something's coming up, you know, people will definitely say, you know, hey, look, we're planning this. We have to work it around your schedule. We know that you work on weekends, and when can we do our, you know, kids' first birthday or our own wedding or right. whatever? So, you know, Dusty, what is, I'm just curious, both of you guys, what is your average day? How many hours? 
for an average. Average. Oh. I know it's going to vary, but average. Uh, say it's six to seven, depending on travel time and whatnot. Mm. I mean, it depends too, because if we have a four a.m. start time done by seven thirty, a lot of the times I'll book you know another wedding that doesn't start until nine o'clock, and then we're done by you know two o'clock. So that's you know travel time and waking up and everything. Sometimes twelve hours. Mm. You know, so it, it really depends on the day. Well, you have a speed. You do 10 to 12 hours. Yeah, I mean, my contracts are nine hours. That's nine hours of coverage. And if you, you know, depending where it is, I've traveled to. Well, that's um, it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I mean, your average New York wedding is around 10 hours, though, I would say. Yeah, yeah. a regular wedding is five to six hours. For, then you have for, to yeah. do travel, arrive, set up. So for me, it's an eight to nine hour day. Yeah. Now, you got these guys, at the end of the night, they're done. Right. I still got yeah. another year with yeah. these clients. <laughs> you're, you're done. You're, you're I have another done. year with them. You're, well, you know, give or take, depending how fast they get back to yeah. me. You know, because <laughs> sometimes though, you know, hunting down photographs and this and that, and you're like, yes. dang, that bride looked amazing. <laughs> and then you know, trying yeah. to track down extra pictures, this, that, whatever else. That that can be taxing. Now, at what yeah. point, as you drive upstate, at what point do the weddings turn from the weddings we're familiar with to the weddings in the back, back of like? Denny's. Church basement. I mean, they, at least for photography, I'm sure it's similar to you guys. They say if you get photographed at a wedding in New York, you get photographed anywhere in the world. Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's um, probably like somewhere between Putnam County and no. Essex where mm-hmm. the wedding's The whole tri state area is beautiful. Connecticut, yeah. New Jersey. New Jersey's got the most beautiful catering halls and uh, areas to go. New York, as soon as you go upstate and you're going like six hours away, it's horrible. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. The venues don't know how to run a wedding or it's in a barn. The, like, the limousine's 30 years old. Oh, forget about it. You I do like, have to say, I think that... You get for your wedding gift. Right. I think that, like, you get the most bang for your buck on Long Island, though. Yeah. yeah. With what you're, you know, you've, you've got the, yep. the full bars. You've got DJs that know what they're doing. You've got, you know, photographers and, you know, everybody that knows what they're doing because... Long Island has built the wedding business. So for the money, you're getting a tremendous let's, let's amount. Let's go with this. Do you get calls for to travel? Yeah, and I will travel as long oh, as sure. people are willing to, pay. you know, right. absolutely yeah. pay for you you know, get hotel those calls. and travel. I'm getting married upstate six hours away in Geneva or this or, you know, in Pennsylvania. We don't have your caliber of vendors where we live. I go, okay, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. You got to put me up. Hotel, mm-hmm. it ruins my whole weekend. Especially you, because it's a whole day with them. Yeah, I do. I mean, I just did a wedding in uh, Colombia last year. Colombia, I did one in the Bahamas. Um, they fly, you know, they got to fly me in, possibly yep. an assistant. So I'll work with them because I have long, an assistant on every Long wedding. Island people that are down there, right? Yeah, uh, I, I do a lot of destination weddings here too. People come, like I do a lot of stuff on the East End, Montauk, the Hamptons. Yes. People who are coming in from outside of New York don't yep. want to get married on our East End, and they reach out to me. Wow. Yeah. Now, um, I had a good question. I can't remember it. Uh, <laughs> All right, so let, me, <laughs> let, let me hop in real quick. So, I mean, we kind of went in through, uh, you know, you know, the good stuff, the you know, the fun stuff, and a little bit about, you know, what to expect, and you know, f- for vendors and stuff. But let's get stuff into the. Let's get a little deeper now and g- get into like the <laughs> conversation. The good stuff. I want to get to the good stuff. You know, the reason people actually tuned in, uh, except for me. No names. To, um, so let's get. Let's we. So there's you guys experienced tons of different weddings and parties, and um, you know, witnessed a lot of drunken people. 
people. A lot of drunken sure. people. A lot of messy people. Well, you people. don't. We get them after. So uh, No, sometimes uh, they are drunk first thing really? in the morning. That's Absolutely. awesome. They wake up with the mimosas. But mm-hmm. All right, so yeah. let, let's kind of go into different some different experiences that you guys have seen over the years. Um, Phil, in our first podcast with them, he went over a, a litany of different things. But maybe we'll start with him because he, <laughs> because he, he said that he, he's seen everything. And he's seen sex. He's seen fights. He's seen um, drugs. drugs. And we didn't get to the drug part in the first one so let's start i get off of drugs all the time i was doing a wedding and i'm at the bar right after the first dance and the best man's like yo you want some and he pulls some coke out of his pocket i'm like bro i'm the mc he's like yo you don't do any i'm like no i'm running the wedding he goes come hit me up later i'm like bro we're in woodbury we're not in freaking home so then then i'm doing another wedding and i was at gurney's inn and I got done, and we're packing up, and somebody from the broader party came over. He goes, yo, we don't live around here. We're from out of state. He goes, where can I get some good stuff? And I'm like, what do you want? You want something to drink? You want pizza? He goes, no. <laughs> I want whatever pizza you're on. Pizza. I go, bro, I'm not on anything. He goes, oh, you look like a guy that can get drugs. I'm like, bro, I'm dressed up in a suit. What the hell? <laughs> I go, I could do your taxes. What are you talking about? Oh, man. I'm like, I don't have any drugs for you. And they got all bummed. I'm like, do I look like a druggie? Like, <laughs> so, all right, so let's, let's uh, segue over to Dusty. So, you know. Do you, you see know, drugs in the morning? <laughs> you know, and, uh, there's, there's a lot of Xanax going around. Sometimes, you know, there's some Is it the some bride? Is it, is it the bride or is it the. Is it the I think I think it's mother a little bit of bride. everything. The mother of the bride. Sometimes, nice. you know, sometimes the bride. I, I just, I, I get offered mimosas and stuff all the time. And I'm like, guys, I got hot tools that are right next to your head. That's not really smart. I'm, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. But a lot of, you know, it just, there's a lot of nervous energy because things haven't really started yet and normally we're okay and then the photographer shows up and you know that's when the real nerves set in and that's when you know that the heavier drinking starts and the, the pot smoking outside and whatever but i think it's nice. more just to calm the nerves because they don't really know what to expect yeah, they're not looking to get whacked yeah just it's like just kind of like holy crap i'm getting nervous the butterflies are coming and oh god but have you seen someone get whacked to that point <laughs> like in early in the morning it was it was kind of hard to operate i like how you said no though yeah you know what it's few and far between i i haven't really had too many like bridezillas too many crazy things go on but from what i've experienced the ones that are bombed out of their minds are also the ones that don't necessarily want to do what they're doing and we end up hearing you know not too far out that that you know that the divorce has happened which you know unfortunate but the the ones that are just out of their mind and not having a good day just aren't really wanting to be there anyways i got a good question for benny what's one of the weird so you pose them uh, first of all right for your shots most yeah i mean i I do the family i mean my posing is more directing than posing Mm -hmm. you know i don't even think i'm like some daughter like from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that, uh, but, but is there special requests? Like, is there, like, you know, is there ever a time, like, the, the bride and the groom wanted to be in some weird kind of pose or something like that? Yeah, like, sexual <laughs> position, like a twist. Like a twist I mean, I, I, I always, something odd. I don't know. I, mean, I definitely, I always give the bride, if they want to make a Pinterest board and kind of share with me because I'm their, with their inspiration is. Um, I also... I also all my packages include an engagement session because I want to, and I don't charge them for that session because I want to get them in front of the camera before the wedding. I want to kind of see you know certain angles they might not like or some, let them see how I work. I want to see certain angles they don't like or you, sometimes the groom hates to be in the photos. Sometimes yeah. the other way around. The groom loves yeah. the photos and the bride hates them. Yeah, I've never had any crazy poses. I would say I love the photo you did with the couple. Um, 
in the back seat of the truck and you just see their feet dangling out. Yeah, I that mean, usually cool. the crazy poses are coming from me. I'm like, yeah, that's uh, if, awesome. I, if I see something yeah. cool, I'm like, it's a great photo. I'm like, yeah. you guys, uh, you guys trust me? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, we'll, we're well, doing I'll, that. Yeah. Nick, for your wedding, we'll put you on the hood of the car. <laughs> so, so, uh, Naked. So you, so you mentioned that you, you sometimes have grooms that don't want to take the pictures and they're kind of bumped at or annoyed by it or sometimes it's vice versa with the female. It, what do you do to kind of like, you know, get it to all work and make these pictures come out? Because you know, Honestly, a lot of that happens. The shuffle. A lot of that happens before the wedding. Um, I, I, the wedding's not the first time I'm seeing these people. You know, I'm seeing them probably five to ten people, times before the wedding. So I'm building a relationship with them, uh, engagement session. They come in here for their – I mean, I'm seeing them probably five to ten times beforehand. So they trust me before the wedding even starts. So I just, I just have a relationship built with them. I, I can understand if it's, you just – there are some studios who um, – it's not, it's not the right or wrong way where they might not know your photographer is to like a, the month of the wedding. Yeah. Now, you've never mm-hmm. seen these people before, and it's hard to kind of communicate with somebody you've never met before. Now, yep. I've been with these – usually they book me – an average is a year in advance, so they have a year of training with me before yeah, the that, wedding day. At that That's point good. of the wedding day, you're kind of like old friends. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'll make stupid, corny jokes. I don't care if it makes me look stupid. If it makes them laugh and they have an expression, I don't, I don't care. If Tell it works, some it works. Jokes. Do you have like a... <laughs> <laughs> recall, them, recall them right now. I'm ready. Let's There's no jokes. Oh, yeah. come on. It's the same lines over and over again. <laughs> I might. I mean, I just don't realize it. I might. <laughs> but uh, all right. So um, you know, when you you go, to, you guys have been in the wedding in- industry for a long time now. All three of you collectively over thirty years, probably. No, uh, we're looking at like sixty years, right? Okay, like uh, years thirty. <laughs> no, collectively. 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 30, 30. Let's stick with 30. Okay. 30. 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Whatever. Forget that number. You guys have been in the wedding industry a long time. So you guys, I obviously, have been to weddings when you guys aren't the vendors, correct? Oh, and yes. So have you guys, when you're attending these weddings, or like, you know, you've been you've been to hundreds of weddings yourselves or been a part of hundreds of weddings yourselves, have you ever, you guys like... Are you guys kind of get like nitpick? Yeah, like that DJ kind of sucks. Or sure. That bride's hair is hard. That's right. Or, like, or you're like, hair. or if you're Benny sitting in the back, like, sure. what the hell is that photographer even doing? I, absolutely. I almost always have my camera when I'm a guest. I was the best man at Dusty's wedding. And yep. I wasn't the photographer, but I had my camera with me. That's it's just something I always have. That's awesome. And it stinks because some of my favorite pictures are Benny's and we didn't even pay him. And I was Aww. like, man, the you know, professional photographer didn't get the Benny, stuff Benny, I want that you to do my bris. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. But that's funny because if you're like a chef and you go out to eat with your wife at a restaurant, you know you're always critiquing. That's just our nature. That's Absolutely. Because we're professionals. That's what we do. Yeah. Do you guys ever like, hey, uh, you know, DJ, like I've been doing this for a while. It's like, nope. We, we, I never go up never and bother s- anybody. No. I just keep it to I'll, myself. I'll never, I'll never approach. Unless it's no. like, a lot of times I'm friends with a lot of, there's a lot of photographers on the island and what people that might not realize, we actually get along pretty well. You and know, we, we all know each other. other. You know, if I'm booked on a date, so I don't book multiple weddings on the same date. I'm the only photographer. So the client comes to me, they're sitting with me, we meet them for the first time. I'm doing all the retouching. I'm doing the, every shoot. So if I'm booked on a date and someone comes to me, I'll refer them to another photographer, friend of mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say um, it's kind of not building on what you just said, but it just reminds something reminded me that like I would say once a summer, your job is to like bail out someone's nephew who just shit the bed at some wedding. Like yeah, it's happened. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Sure, it happened. Like, I got a call. Uh, I'm not, not going to throw names out, but I was on a train to New York City uh, to a tattoo convention. I got a call from I'm a house vendor at a Montauk Yacht Club. Like, hey, what do you, uh, I know them over there very well. Oh, she's like, hey, this was a good one. Um, we're not naming names. <laughs> um, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way to a tattoo convention, you know, because I do a lot of tattoo photography as well. Um, she's like, uh, could you shoot a wedding today? I'm like, I'm on the way to the, I'm going to the city. You're like, on a train. You're, you're on Montauk. On the opposite <laughs> end of the island. And um, she told me who the client was. Uh, apparently, the photographer never showed up. And when I found out who the client was, it was 
B-list celebrity, I would say. Mm. I hopped off the train, um, got back on the train, got home, and you know, five five hours later, I was there. So I mean, a lot of times I'm bailing people out. There. Just what happens, the couple forgot to confirm their photographer and forgot about it and had the same issue with the florist also. So the, the Amanda, who was her name from the Yacht Club at the time, she kind of helped the bride, found another florist, found another photographer. Jeez. Should so it really happens. be on the bride to confirm these things? Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, no, it shouldn't be. <laughs> it should be 50-50. Like, if you signed a contract yeah. and you know we're coming to do your wedding, you should yeah. contact the bride as well. Mm-hmm. you got to do finals with her a month before, a week of, hey, you're all set. We'll see you Friday. Don't forget your balance is so-and-so. Yeah. And like I said, I... Like I said, I'm also I have a year relationship with the clients before the wedding, so I'm whether I'm always calling them a month before the wedding right. just to go over final details. That's why you want to go with Benny. <laughs> <laughs> five, five, five. And I, 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 I'm averaging every year. I probably get one cancellation, and they don't reach out to me. I find nope. out by reaching out to them, or yeah. I got to call. I got to call the venue because I haven't heard back from the client. You know. So so let's get real. A little, we got to talk little, about that. <laughs> let's get real a little bit more here, and um, as vendors yourselves. Uh, you know what pisses you off the most from clients? Like, what is like something that like nitpicks you guys that a client does that you really want to know? Yeah, yeah, no, let's be real. Let's All right, talk about here that. we go. Um, when I meet with bride and grooms, we joke around and everything, and pretty much ninety percent of them let us do what we have to do. We do listen to them and take what they want to do in stride and say, yeah, we can do this recommendations. But you're hiring a professional to do your day, just like you bring your car into a mechanic and you drive a Mercedes. You don't go in there and go, well. You know, do the oil change this way or do that. They know what they're doing. So you have to put all your trust and rely on the, you know, professional to do what they have to do to get the job done. That's why you're paying X amount of dollars to do that. Not hold our hand and tell us how to do it, when to do it, this way, that way. Don't do this. Then it's not a happy medium. I've never had a bridezilla. Or a groomzilla. Really? I get lots of bridemaidzillas and lots of momzillas. Wow. And it's it's annoying when I'm... um, on a day shooting and the bride's like what or the bridesmaid or mom's like why are you shooting them there why are you doing it this way why are you doing it that way like they're trying to tell me how to do my job yes yes, yes. Yeah, get, like kind of uh, the bridesmaids or the maid of honor sometimes we get a little too like proud and puffy and, uh, sure you know, yeah, it's usually made of, it's usually like the maid of honor yeah, yeah. Or the maid mom. of honor or the mom yeah i'm here to make sure everything goes right and that's why what you, you know, just said skills uh-huh. to do that well mike just said and what benny just said our job all of us right here in this room is the hardest job in the world you want to know why smile it's customer service. You do want to tell them, go F yourself, but you smile, get the job done to do it your way and their way and make one person happy, the bride. Absolutely. That's why it's the hardest job because other people cannot deal with what we deal with. Yeah, and I'm sure that you've guys seen a bunch of nasty people. And, oh, yeah. It may not even have been the bride or the oh, groom, no. right? It could yeah. be someone coming up, maybe like uh, yep. you know one of the sisters of the bride, like, hey, yep. th- what are you doing to my sister's hair? Yeah, or, yeah. Nine or, times yes. out of ten, it yeah. is not the you know the bride that has an issue that morning. Right, sister-in-law. Yeah. Hey, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys tell us, guys? You guys, you guys just kind of have to, you know, roll off your shoulder. You're just like, hey, you know, we, you know, it's. I, I can imagine it being very hard for yeah. you guys to not freak yeah. out when, yeah. when you guys know what you guys are doing. You've yeah. been in the industry so long. You're professionals, and then you got crazy junkin people like trying to tell you how to do your job. Yeah, because people. Yeah. Yeah, you you do a lot of you know just like you said like you know smiling and you know hey I'm, everything's gonna be alright. This is what we discussed at the trial, or this is what she wants, or her hair can't do this, or this or that, or you know you have to trust me because what you're asking for is not gonna work. And I mean, and we have so many issues that the major issues that we have with hair is like down hairstyles. On a humid day, this is not going to work. We're going to have to do it a little bit tighter. Just bear with me, or it's super windy. We got to do it a little bit tighter. It's going to look exactly how you want it to. And just not trusting the professional. It's We do this 
every single weekend up to, you know, four or five times a weekend, depending on how many things that you book and, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of weddings where we know exactly how to get from point A to point B. And you have to just trust the process at times and just let us do our thing. Yeah, you're dealing with so many backseat drivers probably. Absolutely. Yeah. That, you know, okay, you curled your hair once and it was great. But, you know, hey. And she has them in the morning. We get them later at night exactly. when they're drunk. And that's yeah. the thing, too, where you have to think about it. We're, we're doing your hair at 9 o'clock in yeah. the morning. It has to last until, you know, you're cake cutting sometimes. At, at yeah, 11 o'clock at night. We, we know how to get you there the best way possible and with hair and makeup too i mean hair dusty could speak to this doing hair and makeup going out tonight opposed to having your photos done is done totally differently correct? absolutely yeah. yeah photo shoots are done completely mm-hmm. differently than you know day of weddings and mm-hmm. you know where you you don't want it to look crusty you don't want to put a whole lot of hairspray in the hair where everybody's like oh my gosh use a whole can of hairspray no, that's really not the answer. But, you know, you can go ahead and go in your bathroom and use your hairspray to annihilate what we just and did. And yet, but, when Dusty you know. tells them the way it has to be done or we should do it this way and they don't listen, then they complain why it didn't last yeah. or why wasn't the job in. Yep, yep. Because you didn't so, listen to them. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that's the hardest part of but this job is just, yes. But we smile. It's just it's like, trusting the professional. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Exactly. Where you're like, I can see your hairspray bubbles from, like, bubbles. 10 feet away because we told you not to do that but you know future brides and bridesmaids leave the Aquanet at home yes yes unless you want a mohawk because then Aquanet is the bomb I use that and rave yes rave too yeah yeah so I want to ask you guys this now uh, you just you talked about it before with the Yelps and the reviews the not wedding wire all your different reviews on Facebook um, it could be a review or it could be a compliment, but what is, what is one of the best compliments or review that you've ever got or, you know, that made you guys like, wow, this is awesome. And you know, maybe you have to think about that for a second. So maybe right. me and Michael well, look start, at each other. Well, one just happened. I, I have it actually on my phone. The bride texted me. I don't have my phone. Um, I did a wedding a couple weeks ago, and I've been doing this since 96, and it was the first time. I did finals with the bride like three times. She was at this beautiful venue. She had a wedding planner, like three photographers, two videographers, the maitre d', myself. And I walked in, and you know my personality. And I'm like, yo, I'm not going to say names to the bride. What's up? You freaking ready? We're going to rock this party. And she looked at me like she wanted to kill me. She had the flu. Got it two days before the wedding. She was dead, 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 dead. Could not do anything. And she was trying so hard to smile. And her wedding without the ceremony was six hours oh, man. and we just started she went to the bridal suite to sleep it off maitre was kind of like not helpful but like you know giving us a hard time and me and the wedding planner said i will get this shit done and i'm gonna rock this wedding for her and do what i gotta do to make her love it and be happy even though she can't it was so bad the photographer took pictures with her and her family without her and left the space between her and the groom and superimposed her in the pictures later because she was so deathly sick I got her out. I did everything I had to do, and I waited on her hand and foot like I was her doctor. Every time we had to do something, I went over to her. Do you want to drink? Do you want to go to the bathroom? Do you want to do this now? And she loved every minute of it. And then three days later, she texted me this big, long thank you and, like, made me almost cry because I wasn't just, like, an MC or a DJ. Like, I was comforting her and being a family member to get her through it. 
and she was sad that she couldn't enjoy it, but she said, you did such a great job that my guests loved it, and I wish I could enjoy it more. Right. Above and beyond. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. We go above and beyond. You we love our job, even yeah. though there's times that it's yeah. stressful and people tell us what to do, and we want to kill them, but we love what we do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be here. And you don't get a do-over. You nope. know, it's yeah. it's nope. one shot. That's it. Exactly. So, you know, a lot of the times you just have to just go above and beyond just to make the day amazing no yeah. matter what you it's know a, we're, we're doing this multiple times a year but we have, you know people get i know a lot of photographers there are out there who just get jaded they get tired of doing it but yeah you gotta yeah. realize this is their couple's only time they're gonna do this absolutely well, yeah. most of them that's gonna be cool the only time yeah it, right. traditionally you know yeah, well, see, a lot <laughs> of them get divorced come back to us yeah. and i get the second wedding it's amazing right <laughs> <laughs> when you when you when they you just try to try to remember this is their only wedding day they're gonna have yep. so yeah. that's what i like about this room because i meet so many people you know you know we deal with photographers and videographers and a lot of them are like recovering people who were doing the wedding thing and they just learned to hate it and what's cool about you guys is that you've been doing it for decades and yeah. you're still so passionate that's it. why you're perfect for the show but that's why we need a day off like on easter don't call <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, what, yeah I, I just weddings you're gonna love them or you're gonna hate them there's no one yeah, between yeah, yeah what right. i see here it's a uh, friday afternoon it's 94 degrees outside and benny's leaving he's draped in black from head to toe yeah. with johnny cash and i'm like dude how do you do this man i'm going to catch <laughs> yeah i think too like um in the hair industry with brides you don't get return clients unless they're a bridesmaid or something else so it's it's awesome when you have a group of girls that sticks together and they're all bridesmaids in each other's weddings and you get to do them over and over and over and i think you know as as far as the the reviews and whatever they all tend to like mesh together after a while but it's really like those referrals and the the groups that you get to do over and over i have um a sister coming up i did her sister's wedding i want to say in 2009 or 2010 and you know so like eight years later she's reaching out to me because she's getting married and she remembered that you know she loved what I did with her right. hair, and I mean, how many weddings has she been in? You know, in those eight years, right. where yeah, opportunities to find other, yeah, right. where right. she, you know, you're not like, just nope, a hairstylist; you're building rapport with them. We're like Absolutely. friends and family after right. this. They they find us on Facebook, they friend us, they talk to us. Benny sees them again after the wedding because she's got to do albums, and they yeah. come back to us because we're like nurturing them and we help them out. Yeah, Absolutely. And on, and on the island, everyone's cousins that like their own sisters. Oh and brothers, yeah. So you know, yeah. just it's a small island year round. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got, I'm dying to know how you get the name of your uh, business. Oh, all right. So um, in uh, in beauty school, I uh, my daughter was about a year old, and we called her um, our little monkey. And then my husband's a city fireman, so that's kind of where the fire came from. So I was like, all right, well, let's kind of you know do something as like a nod to them to, you know, thank them for uh, you know sacrificing with me as I was going through uh, night school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked up like the Chinese astrological, you know, fire monkey sign and and it really had um, a lot of the same qualities that I wanted to uh, like show off as far as my business where, you know, a little bit funky, a little bit intense, um, just very much focused and, uh, it, you know, stuff like that. And I also wanted something that stood out in the bridal world where it's not yeah. just that sticks. bridal by so-and-so or absolutely, but you know, a little, like, a little funky also. I, I mean, never my name, feeling, I knew, I knew, but I never heard that. You know, yeah. I mean, my name too stands out dusty. I mean, right. 
but how many people like good. hair by how many, Jess? Yeah, hair by Jen. Yeah, elegant but styles. That's, absolutely. Yeah, and, but I'm gonna remember this now. Yeah, where you know it's not all you know elegance. Also, if you want a mohawk, hey, it can do Let's a mohawk. Go. If you want a little something funky, it can do I'll that. Do a mohawk but, on my chest now. <laughs> yeah, right. Now, but, Benny uh, Mix, same yeah, question. Catchy. Benny Mix photo. I'm dying to know where the, you got the name of your. Well, like I said earlier, my eighth grade teacher, eighth grade history teacher, gave me the name Migs. <laughs> And it just it, it, because he couldn't pronounce my last name, yeah. and uh, it's kind of stuck with me. Did you ever go back to him, like knock on the door of your old high school? Eighth grade, junior high. Junior high. You changed my life. Uh, Thanks for the branding. I think I, before I before I had that, it was I think it was like aggressive photo or something like that when I was. This is better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little scary. I love yeah. it. <laughs> so, so I guess we just stick it on to film. Oh, don't ask me. You don't want to know. <laughs> after hours. I'm sure you do a bunch so, of stuff after hours. In 96, <laughs> when I decided to go full-time and start the company because I was working for other DJ companies, and I'm like, I'm going to do my own. I had to come up with a name because I was going to the state to file my paperwork to become a business. I was laying down on my bed because I was a young kid and I was watching Playboy TV at night. I'm like... <laughs> all scrambled? Uh, yeah, all scrambled because my parents can't afford that channel. And you heard the Playboy uh, commercial come up, After Hours. I'm like, what a great name. And you saw the girl like naked walk across the screen. I'm like, I'm going to go with After Hours. Totally beat us. Both that of them. <laughs> and that's how it came up. And any new story, story now. Oh, Playboy's going to send you a cease and desist now. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, all right, so could we do a, a, a checklist now kind of of like, you know, if as a person, Who's getting who's engaged now and is getting married? Like, what, what are the first things you should do? Uh, is it immediately start looking for vendors? Get your, uh, you know, look at your venues. Like, what's some of the first steps? You guys, do you guys first off recommend a wedding planner? Like, I know I just asked like five questions, but uh, <laughs> we'll this is gonna be interesting coming because we'll I want to hear Dusty's aspect from a bride's point of view as well too. Oh, but um, I think oh, just yeah. as a, I I would think usually first thing you want to do is get a date and a venue. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Typically, after how far in advance? Well, no, hold on. Can I stop yeah. you? You have to contact your favorite vendors first, see when they're available. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, you did my sister's wedding. Dusty, you did my sister's cousins, and this one's here. When you guys free? Because I do get a lot you of that now. Yes. Being that we've been around for a long time, and we get people that talk and talk. You got to use Benny, blah, blah blah, and then go book your date and venue. I've had I've had clients book That's their date sure. around yep, my yep. availability as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, that, I think I'm usually I guess it would be the second or third person they might come to. It might vary, you know. Um, when do they usually come? To, usually venue. when they come to you. Date, venue, photo, DJ, the and the church. Yeah. If they're doing a church. Yeah, normally like hair and makeup is is one of the last things, which yeah, is funny because see. you know that's one of the most important things as far as how you look the day of. But let's tell everybody they really should book a year in advance because they got to do their trial. Yes. Because yes. hair tones uh, and colors change. <laughs> but the, I think the the most awesome time to do a trial also is when you have a dress fitting. So really, it's you know book your your hair and makeup people like about a uh, on average like a year nine months out. Um, don't definitely don't wait because nope. you know once we're gone we're gone. Right. But then wait with your trial until um, you do have a dress fitting so that you can see the whole package. Your hair up may not look good with your dress. Your hair down may not look no, good with sure. your dress. Great and advice. then you are much closer to the wedding so that you're not doing a trial like a year out and then your whole head ends up changing by the time you get to your wedding and you got to start all over again. Your head end, ends up changing? <laughs> you know, your, your whole head, your hair. Yeah. You could cut your hair off. You, it could be a different color. Yeah. You could, you know, I don't know, your texture may change. You may grow, you know, eight inches in that year. Who knows? But uh, things things get different. And then there's, you know, Pinterest where you're looking at Pinterest every single day and you may end up doing, you know, 
six trials because you just see all kinds of different things and you have no idea. A year out, it's it's very hard to narrow down your hairstyle. Does the trial cost money? The trial does cost money. It's it's a discounted rate from the day of because it's more of a, a rough draft play session mm-hmm. just to be able to see, you know, are you going to like this style on your head? Um, the finishing's not there. A lot of, you know, the the staying power is not necessarily there, so it is cheaper than the day um, of. That's your question on the trial, because I think, so I, I, I would I recommend Dusty, and you know if I have a bride coming to me, and um, I think I recommended a bride once get her trial the day of the engagement shoot. Was that a good or a bad thing to do that? Um, it, it's it's a good thing because then it's a discounted rate to get your hair done for your engagement shoot, mm-hmm. but then it's, it also can be you know a bad thing because you're not going to wear your hair the same mm-hmm. way. You are, um, you know, for your engagement shoot, I wouldn't think so. But then also you do your engagement engagement shoot um, way sooner than, you know, you would. So uh, the best time really is to do when you have a dress fitting, you know, and then you can kind of see a rough draft of the total package. Sure, because I don't know if I'm going to wear a spaghetti strap or halter top. I want to <laughs> yeah, look good. You so know, as a bride, work. did you pick your dress first or your venue first? I picked... What did I pick? Oh, my gosh. It was so long ago. Well, we had issues with our venue because we had to postpone our wedding a couple times. We were a military couple. So we, I did get my dress, I want to say, first, and it was kind of on accident because one of my friends was like, hey, let's go try on dresses. You're engaged now. Right, but when you know, you know. Yeah, you get yeah. I tried on two dresses, and, like, that was it. I wasn't even Same. thinking about it. But this, you know, this was before the Internet was kind of a thing, too. I'm totally dating myself. But, <laughs> um, doing this for 30 years. Yeah, this is way crazy. We weren't looking at dresses on, like, the Internet. But uh, I had my venue picked out. I had this style that I wanted. And then I kind of went from there. Right. So, yeah. One more question for you guys. We talked a, uh, about this off air before the show, but there are some dates out there. You know, I had mentioned when did September 11th become like acceptable to have sure. a wedding? Did that take a couple of years? Uh, you said Friday the 13th, the day before Thanksgiving. You know, what are some bargain dates for people that kind of want to have their dream wedding but can't really afford it? You know, and that they don't want to do it on a, you know, Sunday night or a Tuesday night. Well, Dusty was saying she's doing a lot of Tuesday weddings. So. Yeah, a lot of Tuesdays this year, a lot of Thursdays this year. Um, and whenever I'm available, I'll really do it. My my major holidays that I don't do weddings, Mother's Day, Halloween, and Christmas. Um, those are the three days that I right. absolutely do not work. A lot of brides are sticking to holidays because they don't think about vendors. You know, like, oh, we just work wherever. When we do, every vendor's different, whether you have a family or not. I don't. I'm not married. I have no kids, so I'll work any day. But I do like my days off, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Easter. Uh, yes, Mother's Day. Halloween, I work 4th of July. But your question being, what do brides look to book? Do they get a deal or a discount? We do a lot of Thanksgiving Eve weddings on a Wednesday. There's no special deal. It's just a Wednesday night. Yeah. They don't get a special deal from anybody. If you want to give uh, give them a deal, you can. Uh, we do a lot. Memorial Day, Labor Day. Those are holidays. But the venues will give them a deal for a Wednesday. Uh, yes or no. It really depends. If it's a plain depends Wednesday, the they will. Gotcha. You know. But if it's a holiday like you know Fourth of July and it's a Saturday, they're going to charge you regular, if not more, or New Year's Eve. Right. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. I do the same work. Call if it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. You know, Absolutely. So my job's the same thing. Well, we all do, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I charge the same. Yeah. If anything, I would charge more for a holiday. You know, I, I got a call this, 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 this Christmas, Christmas morning, I got a call. Right. Wanting to know if I could shoot a wedding that day. 
I'm like, sorry, I'm closed today. <laughs> I, right. the, I did answer the phone, but, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry, it's Christmas. I'm, I'm yeah. taking a day off. But, yeah, okay, a lot of brides, like you said, are looking for dates to have their weddings that are, spe- you know, holidays or it's an off day. You know, like Thursdays, we do a lot of weddings on Thursdays. Yep. And we'll cut a deal because it's not a special day. It's just a plain Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I know both my brothers got married in November. Right. Because it was, like, right after the cutoff. Of like the prime season, so they got yeah. married like November twenty. See, that's dying out. A lot years and years ago, people would come up, come up to us and be season. like, "Oh my God, my wedding's February, or my wedding's you know in December around Christmas. It's real cheap right now. You're gonna give me a deal." And like Benny said, I do the same job that I do on a Monday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Saturday, Sunday, Mother's Day, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve. No matter what, I do 110. percent So these are my prices. Yeah. Well, can I give you a bit of a deal if it's February and we're dead? I don't have any weddings in the season. Yeah, I could bend a little mm-hmm. on the price. Where's the best place in the island to have a winter wedding? Winter, winter wedding. Yeah. Oh, so, so a lot of people think that the summer is the biggest time of year for weddings, and it's actually summer sucks in Long Island. Right. Yeah, summer Fall. sucks. Fall. Even the weather, the humidity, the, the rain, it's yeah. bad. I'm busiest. I'm sure you guys too. Probably from September through November is my busiest yep. time yep. of year. Not that we don't shoot in summer. Obviously, we do. Yeah. But best time of the year uh, for the winter. Weather too. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm a I'm a big East End guy. I like the Hamptons, like Montauk. And most of my clients are the same way. We kind of have the same vibe. I like I, I like the whole barn-style wedding, you know? Yeah. So I like mm-hmm. doing that. In the, I like any, winter, Snow summer. I don't care ground. what time of wow, year it is. that sounds nice. Barn-style wedding. Yep. Snow yeah. Snow on the yeah. Maybe you get pulled up in a, a sleigh with horses. Mm. <laughs> Rudolph, Rudolph, do it, bro. You know, I, I like the vineyards. The vineyards, people think they're cheaper, but there's no, a lot more work going same. on in the vineyard. Yeah. You, you, you might like be at the same price, but right? there's a lot more Side work. Side fee, bring in your own stuff. Yeah. There's only one video on the island that has in-house catering, which is Raphael's. Yeah. Everything else, you have to outsource everything. Beautiful Even with place. a cater, like I always likened the wedding to throwing 10 balls up in the air, and they all have to fall in the same hole in order, you yeah. know, in mm-hmm. a certain order. So to, to, to do everything a la carte, like at a, at a vineyard, it's like 20 balls in the air. And mm-hmm. That's when how, you'd need like, like a, a wedding planner. Every time these things happen. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. My experience of wedding planners, they could make today or they could break today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? And, and if you're doing it all on your own, that's when you would need one. But when you're you're dealing with all these venues, they, they know what they're doing, you know, from the – I don't know, smallest little detail to whatever. So there's really not necessarily a need as, as far as setting up and, you know, day of because the venues have got it down and all the vendors and stuff, they all you know, right. know what they're doing. But I find a lot of my clients and a lot be Asian clients as well and brides when they're very, very, very OCD and strict and they have a timeline, they love getting wedding planners involved. And like a week before the wedding, I get a PDF document from like 4.04 a.m. bride wakes up. Four or five brushes her teeth, hair at six a.m. and I have the whole day. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm just a DJ. I don't need this. Yeah, everybody, everybody's contact right. information. And and then when we start, and Betty and I are at the reception, and it's like eight o five first dance, eight o seven. You know, the bride goes to the bathroom, eight ten speeches, and I look at the bride and I throw it on the floor. I go, this is not happening, nope. and it never works out the way that we have on the paperwork. I mean, there's a there's a typical True. flow to a reception. Yeah, typically starts you have a cocktail hour, which is. Usually, your traditional is an hour before, before the ceremony. Some Jewish ceremonies do it after, they do the cocktail hour after the ceremony, or vice no, versa. No, first, then the ceremony. ceremony. Yeah. 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 But anyway, your typical Long Island wedding is cocktail hour. Then we, um, it's usually always at the same spot as the party itself. Right. Um, then they do entrances, right, Phil? At the entrances, we go to first dance. Mm-hmm. First dance, we usually go to toast if there's toast or um, blessing. Blessing. After that, partying for a while. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah, the first, the first after the blessing, they do dinner orders. Two hours into the party is yeah, the main course. Right till dinner. 
three an hour after the main course is uh, cake cutting. Yep. And then parent dances, guard bouquet if you do that. That's usually the end of the day for me. Right. And, and then, then we dance to the end. Yeah. And then you're on a prayer comes on and we start to wind it down. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's getting cold in here. We had to t- we have to turn the heat off for the show. Sorry. Go ahead. That's right. But <laughs> see, that's the thing. And again, these are our clients, brides and grooms, only do this once. You know, I do 500 weddings a year. I do this all the time. But I can't say that to them and be like, I know better. Right. You can just guide them. But they put their trust in you after they know you and they meet with you several times. And you could just run with it and do what you have to do and let the client know what we're doing next, this and that. But we do get a lot with the day of coordinators and wedding planners and brides feed into that and give us a list of everything they got to do. Benny, take photos at 10.05. I want to go outside by the lake. I want to go in the water. I want to do this with my dress. I'm like, this is not happening. And 9 out of 10, every wedding, nothing ever goes the way it's planned. It's great. We do. We rock it out. But you look at the timeline, and we never got to 1045 to do everything. Yeah. And I schedule a lot of extra time in my day, too, because for stuff like that, if the hair and makeup has an issue. Yep. Um, and if we've done early, we've done early. Just running we just, late. Yeah, People we got some late. time to kill. I, I just yeah. always build that extra time into the schedule. Yep. Just so we, in case there's a problem, we it's, it's cushioned. Absolutely. What, what's the most unique weddings that you guys have been to? Has it been like a... Uh, is there ever been like a, an awesome backyard wedding that you guys are like, wow, this is great? Or is there, you know, some unique places that kind of like resonate to you as mine? Or is there not? I don't know. Oh, there is. Depends on your feel, you know? Mm-hmm. So getting back to what Benny said about the whole farm and the vineyards out east, that's a very rustic feel. I do a lot of weddings out there, and during the cocktail hour, they're outside. There's horses running around in the stable. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then you have your Long Island in the middle of the island where it's just a cookie-cutter Catering hall wedding, you walk in, it's a tile room, it's great, whatever, it looks ornate, the bride's happy, everything's structured, you know, everybody goes home and there's nothing different about the wedding. I went to a wedding on a, like a mountaintop in New Paltz, that was yeah. really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of how, is it, how are weddings in California, Dusty, compared to here? Um, that's what I wanted to ask before, remember I said <laughs> that? I Similar, I know, I know I tried to help one of my friends, um do her wedding and this was after I had my wedding so trying to do what I did here was probably going to cost about four times as much they don't have the um the wedding venues that we do they do more of um you know you rent the the site uh you bring in your own food um and then alcohol no one does open bar no one. You either pay per drink that the bartenders keep tabs on, you bring your own alcohol, or um, it's a cash bar. Um, so th- they do a lot of you know vineyards and stuff where you rent it and bring all your stuff in. But um, it, it's been weird doing weddings in California where I know how the morning flows, and normally I end up taking charge like a, uh, a wedding planner. Yeah. Um, I tell them what time, yeah, what time everybody has to be here, this and that, whatever else. And, you know, touch base with the photographer, too, and let them know, like, hey, I'll have my bride done at this time and whatever. So I really, like I said before, I really do think that Long Island does it right. You know, from start to finish and everybody working together, we we know exactly what we're doing. It's a cultural thing that's reflected in the way, you know, we perform on nuptials. I remember I went to school in Delaware, and just the idea of buying rounds was something like, my friends from Delaware couldn't even wrap their heads around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They do that. They just go up individually. And People in culture shock when drink. they come to New York. They have no idea. They can't fathom what we do. I get a lot of brides out of state, Cali, Florida, um, Texas, upstate, and they come here to have their weddings because they met their significant other that lives here. Mm-hmm. And then they sit down. When I tell them how we run a wedding, they look at me like I have 10 heads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Especially from Cali. They go, oh, we don't sip and eat for three hours and just dance no. the last two. I go, no, no. what are you talking about? 
They go, why, well, why do you want to do it that way? I'm like, you're in another state. This is the way we do things. <laughs> we attended a wedding in uh, Seattle, my husband and I, and the, the DJ was so horrible. My husband ended up uh, grabbing the microphone and taking over. See? Yeah. Where, yeah, where between the, between the two of yeah. us, we did the, the bouquet toss and yeah. all this other stuff. And, and it's a shame. Because, my friend was like, thank yeah. God, because things are dying. Well, and my husband said, was like, we cannot let this go on. No, it no. was crazy. I had a bride contact me. She was here, and she saw us do a wedding, and she lived in Pennsylvania. In some rural neighborhood I never heard of. I don't even think they have water. I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, you have to do my wedding. Everything I saw, I loved. And I said, not for nothing, you saw us here at a catering hall for that package here was $4,500. She saw, you know, the DJ MC, the drummer, uh, strings to the ceremony. We had a photo booth. And I go, where do you live? And she gave me the address. And I Google this. I'm like, you're like six hours away. Travel, staff, me to bring all that just to tie up almost two and a half days on the weekend. I need at least 10 grand. And she was like, I'm not spending that much on my catering hall. And I dropped the phone and left, you know? But that's Pennsylvania. That's a different state. But they all love what New Yorkers do. Mm -hmm. And it's a shame because I think everybody should just live in Long Island. Just like, Phil, have you, I'm sure you've done some weddings like Connecticut and stuff. And Amazing. One thing that bugs me doing what? a wedding outside of the New York metro area, yeah. when maitre d's don't know what they're doing. True. When it comes to cake cutting, and you, yes. I, I have to set up the cake cutting. It's funny. It drives me crazy. It's funny Benny <laughs> says that because I do a lot in Connecticut and New Jersey, and I, they have a lot of beautiful catering yeah. walls. Amazing. But they're so laid back. Even though they do weddings, they, they, they see us load in and do stuff. They're like, oh, my God. And Benny's right. We have to step in and say, oh, do this. And they go, wow, I love the way you did that. We never did that before. I'm like, where do you live? In a freaking rubber room? <laughs> like the simple cake cutting. When they, Usually the maitre d' explain to the bride and groom how to cut the cake. Yeah. And and I'll be at weddings and like the cake comes out and there's just no one there to God bride and groom like what do I do right <laughs> so me or Phil might stop in can step in yeah. just kind of tell them how to cut the cake what to yeah. do where to look yeah. one, uh, <laughs> one cool thing that uh, the West Coast does um, they do bridal portraits still yes so like two weeks prior yeah, yeah. well yeah I'm more familiar with it with that just uh -huh. from following different hairstylists but like two weeks prior to the wedding the bride gets all dressed up hair makeup everything she may or may not be with her groom or her bridal party but she meets with a photographer gets tons of pictures done so there's not a whole lot of first looks going on wow yes which is awesome for hairstylists because then you have a little bit more freedom as far as softer looks this that whatever else so that's uh that's kind of cool. trying to get a new york bride to wear her dress before the wedding because it's, oh, it's so it. hard yeah i've tried it I yeah. like just rent something, you know, get buy a second dress, a cheaper dress. Just do we, should, it. Yeah. we should do wedding dress parties after the wedding. You're I'm, a, I'm actually in the uh, all right. Oh, so this is a pub little... crawl, pub crawl, Benny. We still doing it soon. I want to. I talked to all these brides and bridesmaids. I have these dresses. They sit in the closet yes. for years. I'm like, we should do like we should have a pub crawl, like a bridesmaid dress to dress pub crawl. Yeah, girls, put awesome. your dresses back on. I got a lot of divorced girls who want to don't yeah, wear dresses. Too, yeah, just have a pub crawl and we'll do like a big group just bridal party photo in the middle of Main Street one night. Absolutely. When a divorce That's party is going to be a thing? <laughs> um, I'll tell you, if you want to go down that route, last year I, I had 10 cancellations. This year I only had one already for April. Oh they, called, they called off the wedding. So what happens is you never know what's going to happen. We're all human. That's why we take deposits, the non-refundable, sad to say. But they, a lot of my brides I become so friendly with and tight with, they go, Phil, what can I do? And I take the money and I use it towards another party they're having. And I tell them, have a backyard party. Mm -hmm. Is your sister having a party? Is she having a sweet 16? Is your mom turning 40 or 50? Have a birthday party. A lot of the brides, when it's real close to the wedding, in my lifetime, I'd done two or three where they went through with the wedding. The bride showed up in a black dress, changed all the limos to black. Oh, yes. Out of the whole wedding, if it was 300 <laughs> people, it was only 150. It was just the bride side of the family. 
and then we just walked in and I played just I will survive respect we will rock you get this party going no slow stuff and we just oh, trashed man. the groom I asked her if she has a poster up and we throw darts a lot of them don't do it that's just the oh, way man. I think that is awesome. and we go through with the party because yeah. think about it you paid for the party. photographer yeah, yeah. you paid for your hair you gotta get it done you paid for the food yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do yeah Go through with it, I say. Throw a party? Yeah, That's if someone awesome. someone cancels, my refunds are non-refundable, but I do give them a credit they can use within the sure. year. If they want to do portraits or something yep. else. On, I, mean, I don't just do weddings. I do portraits, too. Yeah. Or if there's you know, something else on there, I'll give them that credit. They'll have a year to use that credit. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're wrapping up the podcast now. If you guys want to go one by one, uh, you know, tell us, uh, you know, where to find you, your website, and all that. Get to social media. Benny, go ahead. Benny. Sure. All across the board, I'm Benny and Mig's photo. That's with one G, B E N N Y M I G S P H O T O. It's Facebook, Instagram, and my website. I don't do Twitter. Snapchat I'm on, but it's not really business yeah, stuff. Not, yeah. You're yeah, right. yeah, yeah, I've uh, seen your snaps. Am I more interested than his Instagram? And we're currently in my studio, 58 Waverly, Patro, New York. Yes. Yes. Benny's awesome. He's doing uh, some photo shoots with me in the buff, and he's going to do my bris. Yeah, we're doing a doudoir. Yeah. Doudoir. <laughs> we're going to do the Jorska standing pose on the couch. <laughs> the couch. Did, did you give the website? Your website? Who am I? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> make some jokes, man. I make some jokes. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh, you can find me, same thing, on social media, uh, Yelp, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, After Hours DJ Music. Uh, the website is AfterHoursENT.com. We're located in Bethpage, Plainview, Ronkonkoma. Um, call us. We're here every day, 11 to 11, even on the weekends. I have no life. Come book me. <laughs> <laughs> and Fire Monkey Hair Designs, same thing across the board. Um, Facebook, Instagram, my website, FireMonkeyHairDesign.com. Easiest way to get a hold of me is email info at FireMonkeyHairDesign.com. Um, but, yeah. Google it too. It's all over. Awesome, Benny, Phil. I have one Dusty. question. I want to ask Phil before we leave. Okay, uh -oh. go ahead. One of the go ahead. First times I met Phil. Yeah. No, that's, that's not bad. Oh. I want to see if he's he, still he, off he's it. He's bracing is. himself. He had. It was at the end of the night. There's a coffee truck pulls yeah, up. Yeah, the like, snack truck. Yeah. This guy has a coffee truck. It opens got, up. There's McDonald's in it. Candy. Remember that? Yeah. It was insane. It was probably the first time I met Phil. Like this guy is that was up awesome. my alley. <laughs> uh, after our snack truck .com, I got three trucks. If you want Taco Bell, McDonald's, fast food, <laughs> Chick Fil A, awesome. we have it all. That, candy. That's the best. That's the best after yeah. a wedding. It's awesome. Yeah. After after my brother's wedding, I ordered like hundreds of dollars worth of Taco Bell to the house. But it'd been so much better. Yeah. If it was already there. It's you nice. got to think outside the the box too. Doing weddings. Outside you do the different bun? things. You know. Outside the bun. Yeah. So Nick, are you sold? Did, yeah, yeah. This no. is a big uh, audition for Nick's wedding. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I, Dusty already knows what she's gonna do with Nick's right? hair. We're gonna do like. It's gonna yeah, be right? fabulous. Yeah. Uh, but no, thank you all of you guys. Uh, it's been helpful. And uh, for Benny, Phil, Dusty, um, this is the Four Nine Five Podcast. Thank you again for all being here. And uh, you, anyone that's listening, to follow us further. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. You can find us on our website at GreaterLongIsland.com. So thank you very much for joining us. You know, for Mike and uh, Nick, congratulations yes. for Nick. He's engaged. He's getting yes, married. Yes, absolutely. We'll see you at the bachelor party in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks. We must grow together or the end is near. Ficking up your skin and loosen up your fears. I've been waiting, waiting through my limitations, choosing to move.